Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back. A little too zoomed in there, but we are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. It's TJ Pittenger and Brendan Snow. The worst two parts of this show. <laughs> We're back to you live. Where's Ben? Where'd Ben go? Ben's gone. Ben's, Ben's on vacation. Oh. Um, ben missed the review last week. He's messaging the show this week. Must be nice to spend eight days in Colorado. That's a long vacation. I don't mean to judge or pocket watch, but I'm going to do both of those right now. Days on vacation? What's that? His honeymoon? Last Tuesday. He no. He left last Tuesday morning, and he's coming back Wednesday morning. So it's it's, well, so like seven days there, but like eight days being gone. Some people just aren't committed to this alcohol-infused podcast. Mm, yeah. Mm. I would hate to be those people. <laughs> so welcome back. Thank you for hanging out. If Hey, we don't really ask for a lot often. Um, if you could do us a couple of quick things, if you could share this, that would be awesome. If you're in a whiskey group and you want to share this in a whiskey group, we would certainly appreciate that. You might get banned, but it's worth it to uh, make TJ who would, happy. Who would ban you? Um, who would ban that? Has that happened to you? No, I'm not gotten banned. I'm just some whiskey groups don't want you to like promote other stuff, but whatever. I mean, you know, do it. Anyway. It's not. It's not competition. Yeah, or... take a shot and do it anyway. You know. Oh my god. Um, and uh, if you could also rate this, if you're listening to this, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever, rate this. If you're on Apple, it's five stars. Other places they have different rating systems, but they don't really count because they make up of like a total of like twenty percent of all podcast listens so it's mostly apple if you're on apple five stars leave a review we'd appreciate it uh again social media youtube subscribe all that stuff yes subscribe on youtube some youtube audience has grown a little bit so keep that up that helps us when you subscribe and give a little thumbs up does it hurt us when they give a thumbs down does that hurt us or is it as long as they're engaging probably engagement Mm. helps the thumbs up us thumbs up us give a thumbs up give us a thumb up now it is true though hundreds of you listen weekly Sometimes thousands. The couple thousand weeks have really made me happy. Hundreds of you listen a week. Go find us on YouTube and just give us a quick subscribe and a thumbs up. We'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to do a giveaway soon. Let's do a giveaway soon. Let's yeah, because if you have Ben's. Ooh, yeah, because Ben's not here to eat. Ben has a bottle of Pappy just sitting around. Let's do that. Um, yeah. So if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel and you listen to us, the podcast form, uh, be known like we do rapid reviews and there's extra content on the YouTube page, uh, especially yeah. with local based stuff for tj and ben um store picks and whatnot down in tampa area so if you're in the tampa area and you love the the local flair that they bring to the podcast that's more prevalent on the youtube channel so there you go got a got a local um addition to our pursuits and purchases today so future uh, spoiler gonna gonna love that um okay since ben's not here let's talk a little sports before we get into whiskey um you're not really it's march madness Mm-hmm. You're not watching the tournament as much as I wish you were. Um, I, I haven't watched it at all. So, 
So that's I wish you were I've, watching more. I've been knee that. deep in like scouting guys for the NFL draft and being nerdy that way because that's about a month away. So mm. I've been doing that. Mm, we may have to do a draft. Oh, that's a fun idea. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. Content ideas. Yeah. Where's Forrest when we need him? Yeah. Uh congratulations to Forrest. I know you guys we introduced you to him. You knew him for like two months and then he left. He's he'll come back, I hope. But Congratulations to Forrest and the family. They welcomed a new addition. It was a baby, not like a dog or a pile of bourbon, but a new addition to the family. Um, but some more madness. We, I think there's a large intersection. The Venn diagram of people that watch this show or listen to this show and either follow, like, are aware of FSU athletics or the Venn diagrams, you know, it's a complete circle. So um, yesterday, FSU played a game at noon. A, a rather long game because I think the final score was like 15 to three or 15 to 17 to five or something like it was a high scoring long game. Um, but it was part of a double header. And then that second game went 17 innings. They first pitch of the first game was at noon. The game was over at nine. Like the, the second game was over at nine 51, uh, 10 hours out of the baseball field. Um, I watched the first five or six innings, I think, of the second game or just kind of followed it like I was watching March Madness, but kind of had it on the computer too just to kind of see how the boys were doing. And then Karen and I went to dinner about 30 minutes away, came, ate dinner, got ice cream, came back from dinner, and I watched the last two innings here at the house. <laughs> so that's how long the game was. You were going to go to a game a few weeks ago. I know you're not like – I don't think you're the biggest baseball fan in the world, but, you know, enough to go to a game here or there, casual fan. Mm-hmm. How long would you have stayed at a 17-inning baseball game? And it wasn't – I will say, it wasn't super late in the night. Like, the game was over by, like, 9.51, so it wasn't like – Yeah, it was Sunday. The game started at 7, um... and it was over at 2 a.m. I well, so yeah, Ashley and I go to maybe a couple games each year. Uh, she really loves baseball. I just like the atmosphere a lot. It's uh, a really, really great time uh, for FSU home games. Uh, the animals are great, and it's just it's a good product typically too. So it, it is a fun uh, bang for your buck proposition to go and watch baseball. That being said, um, I don't know when the last time we stayed for a full game was. TJ, we usually get there for like five or six innings and unless it's like something great's happening we'll dip out so uh there's no way in hell i would have stayed for 17 innings unless it was like a elimination game or something like that in in the like a regional round so yeah there's no way you would have caught me staying at baseball for 10 hours that's madness even if (laughs) even if i was getting paid to cover the baseball team i probably would have dipped out for like an hour or two poor brett right yeah (laughs) yeah welcome to the beat brett (laughs) <laughs> he was tweeting gifts and just begging yeah, he, for the game. He's in over. college. What else is he gonna be doing with his free time on a Sunday evening? Sheesh. Sleeping, partying, hopefully Tallahassee, Florida. Today. You know, um, yeah, no, pretty, pretty insane. Um, I don't know that I could. So, if I was in Tallahassee for the game, I would stay because, like, where am I? What am I gonna do? Just okay. Well, I'm gonna go to Hobbit now, you know, or whatever. Hmm. So. Yeah, I probably would have stayed, but yeah, I don't stay for the whole Rays games much anymore. If it's late in the season or it's really important, I want to see the end. That's mm-hmm. one thing. I think but, that's part of the – it's so early in the year still. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it was like you're playing UF, that would have been a different – you know, you're playing like a, a big rival or something. Like that would probably be a little bit different. But 
Um, yeah, so insanity. Again, if I was up in Tallahassee for the game, I would have stayed for it. But otherwise, I'm not staying for a 17-inning game. But, like, <laughs> when do you leave? Like, that's what's so hard is, like, yeah. when do you leave? Like, because you're like, oh, well, they'll certainly you know, something will happen this inning. Or certainly, like, how do you get up in the 16th? You know, if you're – and that's the thing. If you're at the 16th inning, you, you can't leave after that. You just have to True. wait it out, right? Like, you're that invested. Well, since this is an so. alcohol-based podcast, they do have a very solid beer selection, local craft beers uh, at, at baseball. So that probably would have helped pass the time a little bit if I did commit to uh, to staying for extra innings and then almost, the, you know, a full game extra inning. The last time I was at uh, FSU baseball game, I had stuff from Ology, right? And mm-hmm. So I was in a box, not, not trying to flex too hard, but – that's a lot of bourbon to have 17 innings worth of bourbon. And they don't cut you off. Like, you know, if you're, if you're just ordering the concessions, I think they have a cutoff time, don't they? Or maybe not. Well, they need to reopen it when you go to extra innings. Like there needs to be a point where you're like, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. (laughs) So, okay. Well, that was madness. This is madness too. We've had some madness on the show. (laughs) Think, think, use words. Um, And we're going to continue that. We pre-recorded this for you guys because we knew you'd be sad if you couldn't hear Ben's takes on this. But we Mm -hmm. have the next half of the Elite Eight. We did half one last week. We're doing half two this week. We pre-recorded this. So I'm going to movie magic, edit this in, cut this in to what we're doing. But we have – what do we have, Brendan? We have Hancock (laughs) – Against Blanton's, we, we do so. Blanton's versus Baby Blanton's. Buffalo Trace. Yep, yeah. it's a two we versus ten and a three versus six. Against the, I don't want to say the goat, but just like the most well known. Like Buffalo Trace <laughs> is certainly the most well known one. The right? OG, it's it's the OG of the. Well, it's not even the original because they didn't even have a Buffalo Trace bourbon. People would go to Buffalo Trace Distillery and were like, "I want Buffalo Trace bourbon," and a marketing person was like, "Yo, guys, you need to have a Buffalo Trace bourbon on hand." But yeah. it's the most well known now for sure. So, so let's cut to that. Let's go to that. We'll be back afterwards to talk about it and wrap up the show. Welcome back to Bourbon on a Budget. We knew that Ben was going to be missing this episode, so I don't know why. Wow. Again, Henry is on the bottom of that name there, but uh, this is this is reverse. This is back in time. You guys are going back to the past. It's not back. To, I don't. I don't back get sued to the future. Oh no! Shh, 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 shh. We'll get sued. Um, this is round three. Great round, Scott. Well, it's really just the second part of round two. It's week three. Second part of round two. We did week one. <coughs> we did round one in week one. We did round two, week what do you, two. Did you just have a sip of bourbon, Brendan? What's going on? I remember my first bourbon. Yelling out great um, Scott was not a good idea. So um, we did week two was the first half of round two. Week three, here we are. The second half of round two. We will be down to the final four after this, gentlemen. So I'm excited. What do we have tonight? We have a competition between Elmer T. Lee and Woo. Buffalo Trace. Two seed versus a 10. And then we've wow. got Hancock, a six seed, correct? Against Blanton's, a three. Six and three. Hancock, so I really know. Brennan lives his life. I feel like a six seed, like that's like a prime Arizona territory. Like a six Ooh. seed all the way up to a three. Like they're probably taking Michigan on right now. Oh my um, god, that's perfect. Yes. Isn't that doesn't that feel like the tournament? Like that feels like that would be like a pretty accurate matchup for like hey, an average year. And you lost Ben. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I lost Ben when he didn't show up for this episode and we had to record it two weeks early. Um, so 
<laughs> so let's jump into it. Which one do you guys want to go with for? Okay. What do you think? Albert Albert and Buffalo Trace first. I like yes. it. Uh, okay. We can do that. We'll do that. I like how you asked for your, them, so. I like you. That's for your opinion. No. I, you know why I was going to go with the other one? We'll go with no. Ben's first. But no, I was no, going to no, go no. with the other one because I think it's going to be a closer matchup. So I wanted like a sharper palette. But, I, mm, but I'm, well, I'm good with Ben's. Yeah, with get acclimated with Buffalo Trace and Elmer T. Okay, well. I was right, acclimated so. with the grape juice I had before this, but sure. All right, so Elmer <laughs> T. Lee was a two-seed in our tournament. It is a big boy bourbon in the Buffalo Trace line, one that you can occasionally find in a store. Uh, if you do, it's probably not going to be the $40 MSRP. No, no, no. I think I saw it at $250, maybe $300 uh, on my travels recently. Actually, back... Uh, coming up from from Tampa after I saw you guys a few weeks back. Uh, and I passed on it for that. I got my Elmer T. Lee in the vault about a year or so ago. No, I actually had a Weller 12, and I traded it for Elmer T. Lee and gave him like $20 on top of it too, to kind of even it out. So um, so basically cost you 50 bucks. it sounds like. Yeah, essentially. 30, 30 for, in for a 20. Bottle. Yeah. You know, um, like so it's a 90-proof bottle, sour mash, single barrel, and it is the mash bill two line, which will be a common theme in this part portion of the bracket. Uh, basically, the mash bill two for Buffalo Trace is higher rye, I think 12 to 15 percent. So, uh, no age statement on this. I'm trying to see what else we got. I'll give you a little background on who Elmer T. Lee is because he's actually the guy who helped popularize Blanton's on the other side of this bracket. He was one of the master distillers at Buffalo Trace for 36 years before retiring in 1985, and he passed in 2013. RIP. Uh, as the pioneer of mass-produced single-barrel bourbons, Elmer was responsible for bringing the first mass-produced single-barrel for consumers known as Blanton's. 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 Thanks, guys. Uh, and so, so yeah, he was he was pretty big in uh, in getting single-barrel bourbon to become a thing. On the other side of the bracket is Buffalo Trace. We've talked about this already, you guys. If you're listening, watching, you probably know what Buffalo Trace is. It's a 10-seed, 90-proof, uh, six- to eight-year-old bourbon. A uh, lower rye mash bill and pretty readily available. Uh, $23, $24 MSRP, but what would you say? Maybe like $30 on average to find it in a store. So, yeah, be contrasting styles here tonight, gentlemen. Very different styles. I like the proofs are very similar. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about? So, it's a single barrel sour mash, but it uh, like literally on the ba on the bottle, it says single barrel sour mash. And it also is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Can you speak to that a little bit? Something that's a sour mash and bourbon at the same time? Or is that just like marketing? Or no, sour mash is a process. Sour mash is a process. Do you want to go on that, Ben? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll, let's start breaking it down uh, bit by bit. Give me the first, the first two pieces. Single barrel, sour mash. Okay, so single barrel. That's one barrel. That's you know pretty self-explanatory. Uh, sour mash. And sour mash is a process uh, within whiskey making. I'm probably a little bit wrong on this, but I think some of the mash uh, as they distill is reserved and put back in a. It's back and it, it's put into the, the mash process again. You know, so you're kind of keeping like a mother. You know, like when you're making like sourdough, there's like a mother starter. And you kind of pull from that. It's similar here. Um, Brendan has some big uh, definition that I'm not going to read because I can't read and, and speak at the same time. Uh, How next do you read? Two, Just read out loud. I have you, you. You were in class with me. It's impossible. I know. We, we yeah, whenever hey, whenever we were in what, high what, school. What is this? Listen, whenever we yeah. were yeah, whenever we were in high school. 
Oh man, I forgot about this till just now. Yeah. I cannot wait no to way. talk with other people about it. They would, uh, you, you know, like, you know, like a teacher calling you to read or something. Oh, I can't do that. And so, the game popcorn, yeah, yeah. And then we'd call on somebody. Everyone would always pick Ben every oh, single time. I'm terrible at it. What? It like you so can't read? Great. You can't read out loud? Is that what this? Yeah, is? I can't. I can't read aloud. That's that's impossible. Interesting. Um. Anyway, the next two things: straight straight bourbon whiskey, right? Yeah. Okay, so that just means it's fifty-one percent corn, at least. Right. Two years old minimum. So that's about it. So yeah, cool. Yeah. So and, so Brendan's Brendan's you know big long diatribe that Ben couldn't get through. Sour mash is a process used in the distilling industry that uses material from an older batch of mash to start the fermentation of a new batch, similar to the making of sourdough bread. I'm a freaking genius. Basically what Ben said. They even took my metaphor. Uh, One thing to say is that uh, sour mash, typically like you hear the name sour mash, you think it's going to be sour, but usually it portends like a sweeter. Usually it's sweeter, yeah. Yeah. So are are all, like a, a sour mash could theoretically be a rye. Right. You could yes. have a sour mash rye. I guess right? so. I don't know if I've heard of that, but I'm sure that I've never seen that. But sour mash is like like not all sour mashes are whiskey. Or I'm sorry, are are bourbon. Obviously they are all whiskey. Oh, let, me, yeah. let me look that up. Sour mash. So, so this is a process, I think it could be any kind. But I've just yeah. never seen or heard of that. Yeah. Hmm. Interessado. We should do that. We should do that. We should make we should just do make our own distillery. Start, start, yeah, start fermenting. Yeah. Uh a little bit more information on Elmer T. Lee that I just looked up. I, I looked up Elmer T. There's no age statement. I looked up Elmer T. Lee age. He was 93 when he died. That wasn't really what I was going for, but that is what I found. Uh, it's estimated between... <laughs> Google a little, didn't quite get the under, uh, understand uh, search. A, I can understand why. Uh, after a, person. Uh, a little further uh, looking there, a little more research, 7 to 12 years old, which for a single barrel, like that's a pretty drastic difference. We're not talking about like Buffalo Trace between 8 and 10. Seven and twelve years old, that five years can make a pretty big difference. So, uh, yeah. mileage will vary greatly with this single barrel expression. I want to hear Brendan's thoughts on the nose on these two first, because I've I, I will say Ben and I just opened up a brand new Buffalo Trace to do this, and so I'm thinking that may have a little bit of an impact on on what I'm getting here. But I I do want Brendan to go first on the nose on Buffalo Trace and Elmer T. Hmm. I so, know what I'm thinking. You know, Ben, I was talking so much and so far. You go ahead and start off with this, and then I'll, I'll chime in. Because my initial thought is there wasn't a huge distinction, but I'm trying to get into this a little bit here. Interesting. So in my head, I, I would say the pungency of both noses, I think, is, is pretty strong. Like, they're both, they're both very uh, enjoyable to nose, right? Um, I think the Buffalo Trace, to me, has more caramel notes. Um, but I also think the, it's interesting. So just knowing the facts of the mash bill two and it being like more rye heavy, Mm -hmm. I would think more spice on the nose, but I'm almost getting like the Elmer T. Lee is more buttery on the nose. I was going to go bready. So bread and butter. Right. Bready makes sense with the extra mash. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting. Like in my head, I'm thinking it's, it's supposed the to be buff- spicier and whatever, but I get more the buffalo butter. trace is the buffalo trace has a stronger nose to me. Again, we just opened the bottle, so it hasn't had time to like yeah. kind of open and aerate it all. Like the Elmer T. Lee is, you know, I know this is not a brand new bottle that Brendan opened today, um, but the buffalo trace nose is way sweeter. Like it's way more caramelly, vanilla, yeah. 
sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like apple pie in a glass. Like oh, both do pie. have the the apple the apple vibe. I got there's a little there's a crisp something. green apple on the on the Elmer Tea, Tea Lee, whereas yeah. I get way more caramel and sugar on the Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. So the Buffalo Trace, as it's opened up, as I've noticed, is its notes. I think it has less notes, but they're appearing a little bit. They're, they're striking me a little bit more. They're a little bit more, I guess, hitting hitting me over the head. Um, the Elmer Tea Lee, I will say, there's a nice little like delicateness too, almost like a floral type of vibe too. I don't know if that's the sour mash. I don't know if that's the higher rye. Um, potentially, yeah, definitely right. right. Yeah. You got it. You got like the kind of the floral crispness mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Yeah. I like the Buffalo Trace nose better. But I'll just say that. Like, I'm not yeah. Afraid to, you know, it's weird how gonna... like this should be like like open and closed, but it's not. This one's not. Well, again, Uh-oh. they're they're similar. They're similar um, in a lot of ways. The Except the biggest difference is yeah, a decimal the, point. Yeah, the biggest difference is just how many they make right now i am sure the sour mash process takes longer and so that's why it's roughly 30 dollars more you know retail but does the rest of the mashville two line sour mash or is this the first one that does no blanton's Blanton's sour mash mash? oh i don't think blanton's uh, this is the only one that i know of that actually says sour mash on it i don't think blanton says that on it yeah okay so it could just be umber tealy line interesting yeah, oh, it's not. Sour they, they would say it on the on the website here, but no, it's you know, definitely not. You know what I can go for right now? Benchmark old number eight. Jeez, where I go for? I go for eight of them. Okay, let's talk about the taste. What, so wait, 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 wait. I like Buffalo Trace better on the nose. You guys are in agreement yeah. there? Yeah, I think that okay I think there's that. a little but bit I, more depth to the Elmer T. Lee, so maybe it's a higher quality nose. But in terms of just enjoying it, I I would lean towards. Now, if I'm not yeah, being snobby here, Buffalo Trace is is more fun to smell. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about this. We vary and differ on what we like to taste in a bourbon. Ben likes more spice. I like sweeter stuff. Brendan's kind of a mix of both. Um, we're all pretty much in agreement that we want our the nose of a bourbon to be sweet, right? Like we we've all kind of gotten there, and so like I think the Buffalo Trace checks that box, and that's where we are. Um, have you hmm. tasted them yet, Ben? Oh did yeah, you mix up I've, your samples. Pretty much drank. No, I pretty much drank all of them, both of them so far. Um, here's an interesting kind of change. I I feel like you're you're right. The the nose on the Buffalo Trace I think is a little bit better. But when you get the palate, I think this is where the the difference mainly is. There's there's a shallowness to the Buffalo Trace where it's kind of just like. I can't really dig into it, uh, but with the Elmer T, there's way more depth in my opinion. Like I can explore some different flavors, and but I think with the Buffalo Trace, it's very one note. It's like here it is, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of apple, and then it's gone. Well, that's two um, notes. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like that's it, right? And just but, a tiny bit of cinnamon and a little bit of cream. It's like an apple pie in a glass. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> the Elmer T, there's definitely more depth there. Where the what, shallowness what depth, and thinness of the Buffalo Trace is prevalent. What depth, Ben, are you picking up? Like what notes? I got a few in mind. I want to see what you're thinking. What you're picking up that's giving it a little bit more nuance, a little more interest than the yeah. Buffalo so Trace. I think so. To me, it starts sweet, 
and then it gets over to the floral bitter side. So like floral, mm-hmm. almost like almond, uh, those kind of notes, but definitely kind of like almost like not quite lemon, but I can, like I said, it goes for sweetness, but then it kind of changes into a more savory, which I like. There's it's more got- of a leather vibe to it as okay. well than, than, than just Buffalo Trace has. It's not like full on, you know, a cigar blend of, of a, you know, it's not like no, that. It's tobacco. not overly sweet. But there's a, there's a, there's a, there's some good spice there. I don't know if it's a cinnamon or what kind of spice I'm thinking of, but there's definitely more than the Buffalo Trace. It's more complex for sure. Brendan, what were your notes? Sorry, I jumped in front of you. That's, that's okay. I'm still trying to kind of figure out the, uh, the Umberti Lee isn't like screaming at me here. Like it, it's not distinguishing it's itself. It's definitely delicate. It is delicate. It's a good way to, to place it. Some of the like the buttery note that Bre- the, 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 the Brendan Ben mentioned. I'm Brendan. Uh, on the nose know. is showing up on the palate with the mouth feel. It's got a nice smoothness to it, like mouth coating kind of vibe. There's no extreme like sharp edges to this. Like with the Buffalo Trace, you get some of that woodiness from you know the caramel, the the vanilla, the, like the wood spice, just kind of shinier i guess the elmer to least just more balanced overall i don't know though fellas if i can like confidently say that's equating to more enjoyable yeah it's a good point i think it's yeah um i can confidently say higher quality but i i don't necessarily know that i just put that to better it, this is preference right like this is your preference this is not like right ooh, what do i think they spent more time making and what tastes more complex like now if you like more complex bourbons and that puts it over the top for you then that's fine but yeah this is not this is not you don't have to just say like what's the better one i also um ben remember if Elmer T. Lee moves on. Brendan has to send another sample of it because he only sent one. So I think factor I'm that in your rating. Yeah, so am I. Uh, what do you like, nice. Brendan? No. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I don't mind. So, guys, I've had this for two years, and like, I think it's just indic- indicative. I'm not saving this because this is amazing quality, oh, and I don't, don't want it. I, it's it's fine. This is just so like it's a forty dollar MSRP, and that's what this bottle should be. It's a mm-hmm. solid bourbon. It gets way overhyped. But for, it's not as it's not as good as it gets hyped. A ninety proof that you're paying like three hundred dollars for? Come on, it's a toughie. Um, honestly, and we have to choose like the finish. Are we, ta- are we considering price in this? Or are we just this if, is all if just it's bottle? My, I mean, that's to your preference. In my head, there's no price involved. It's just what do you want to drink? In my head, it's what's better. Yeah, to me, uh, it's what's it's better. What's better. I, I yeah. think okay, Elmertili. I think if it's close, I would uh, factor in price. Uh, I honestly like Buffalo Trace. I'm enjoying it more for my preference with the sweetness. Uh, it's close, okay. um, but I'm gonna go Buffalo Trace. TJ, if you wanted a sample of Elmertili, be my guest. Pick Elmertili. Yeah. This no. is disappointing that it's this close. This is a two versus a ten. This is a something that should be. That on the secondary is three hundred dollars versus something that you could find pretty much anywhere at twenty five. The fact that it's not blown out of the water is upsetting to me. No, again, I don't. I just don't think it's. Be way better. Yeah, I mean, but so would a higher proof Buffalo Trace. <laughs> you know, like if I don't Buffalo so. Trace. We we didn't Buffalo have Stag Junior in this tournament for a reason because it would just blown through everything. Hmm. Um. So I like. Um, I got Buffalo Trace in this. I'm not, you know. Wow. It's, it's sweeter. Wow. You guys are so one note. It's more <laughs> enjoyable. Um, yeah. 
I, I don't well, know. This, this is this is a wrong choice. William Mary. I'm so happy. On. I'm so happy that I'm not gonna be here for when this airs because you guys are gonna get crushed. We are. <laughs> I think we are. Joe is gonna cry. Yeah, this, this is, is bourbon on a budget. We are trying to sift through the bullcrap bend and give people okay. the best idea of what they should be spending. We're not their talking about budget. Money this on. is not budget. This is just better. Bourbon, bourbon on a better. This is better. Okay. Full moon cotton. Anyway, next go. next one. Wow, I think all right. Trace is slightly better as well. All right. Wow. So that there we go. Wow. Wow. What's the, the other matchup up here? All right, so we're moving on to our three versus six seed. Uh, the six seed is, we did this two weeks ago, Hancock Single Barrel Reserve, President's Reserve. It is at 90, no, it's 44.45 times two. 88.9, that's a really weird proof to land at. Uh, and this is basically poor man blends, right? This is Mash Bill 2. It's Jeez. not readily available, but you can go to a... Um, that sounds like a nightmare. Total, total wine, wine gets this fairly often. Fairly yeah. often. Bros, there's going to be a total wine opening it. in Tallahassee. That's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Game changer. So, so yeah, okay. you can find it for about 50, 60 bucks at, at Total Wine fairly regularly. It is, what are they up against? They are up against uh, the same mash bill. Uh, I think it's in different warehouses. Blanton's, uh, the original Ooh. single barrel bourbon. Uh, we've talked about this before on the show. Most people, if you're into bourbon and watching us, you're going to know that it's got a little horse on the top. It's got a little hand grenade uh, type of bottle. Uh, Blanton's is at 93 proof. Uh, MSRP is $65. You actually can find it sometimes at that, but the secondary jacks it up. Like, what, $250, $200 sometimes? Maybe, yeah, $200, $250, right? Hmm. Maybe $150. So anyways, uh, that's what we got here. Blanton's versus Hancock. They're probably going to be very similar. They're similar mm-hmm. proof, similar mash bill, but that's what we're going here to here to find out. So... Uh, who's who's nosing? Any any thoughts? Any opinions? Yeah. How about this? My opinion is that it's the same mash bill that we were just dealing with Elmer T. Yep. But that butteriness, almond is gone. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Uh, I feel like that sour mash really is effective here. Mm-hmm. And if it were me, at least because the problem with with single barrels, they're gonna they're gonna be differ. You know, they're gonna differ. Yeah. So the single barrel we have is from 2019. I'm not sure what his Hancock one is. But anyway, I feel like I'm leaning towards the Hancock for the nose. Like I get uh, like a more fruity vibe mm, on the sweet, Hancock. Sweeter, sweeter Hancock. Yeah. I, I, I get a more like fruity. Yeah. Like a strawberry, a chocolate covered mm, strawberry. That. Not like a dark chocolate. No, like a milk chocolate. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh for mm-hmm. Blanton's, so I'm getting the sweetness as well, Ben, and fruity. But uh, for the Blanton's, what I'm liking about it, cinnamon, uh, just typical bourbon stuff, right? Yeah. Cin- cinnamon, vanilla. But if you go a little deeper, I'm getting some like leather, uh, some tobacco, some of those darker notes that I think you find that in Eagle Rare sometimes too. Some of the older uh, Buffalo Trace line will will provide. Mm. And some dark cherry too. Uh what are your thoughts, TJ? I know what I'm leaning towards right now on the nose. Man, I do think they're they're also both very similar. I almost think, okay, am I crazy for this one? Yes. Ben's going to hate me for this, but I think that the nose on the Hancock is almost – it's almost artificially sweet. I don't know. It's almost too sweet. 
Is that what crazy? What are you talking it, about? I'm getting like the cherry on it. Kind of feels like a like the med like cherry medicine to me. Like aspartame kind of. Not no, I wouldn't say yeah. aspartame. More so like, um, no, more so like cherry medicine. Not like cough syrup. Dude, now that you said that, I can't yeah. not think of that. Yeah, I just don't. Manly. I just don't drink cherry medicine like ever. It's such a off profile flavor for me. <laughs> what do you What do you do? Uh, uh, grape Grape medicine when you're sick. I don't you really do medicine. Throat? Like like the whole entire. Yeah, I don't know. You got a little boo boo. Mm. The Elmer T. Lee nose, yeah. by the way, compared. I just went and sniffed that. No, they're going out of order here. Uh, was better than the Hancock, um, comparatively. But that's that's gone. It's dead. I like the yeah. I like the Blanton's nose better. I'll probably go with the Blanton's nose as I'm well. Going Hancock. Well, of course you are. It's got your name in it, so yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. This is an interesting one. I'm not. Hmm. Mm. Have we started tasting yet? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going back and forth. Um, my initial thought was I like the finish on the Hancock more, but I like the entire process of the Blanton's more. Um, it has a little bit more spice up front, a little more drama to it. Uh, you get the barrel spice, uh, get a little bit of a, a dark chocolate note, very dark cherry, very woody. Um, not a ton of drama yeah. in either of these, but yes, I, I, I think the Hancock starts very thin and then ends well but i'm enjoying the blanton's process more head to head i think this is where blanton's is pulling away from me i think the finish on the hancock is bad like it and it finishes bitter to me like those like to me cheaper bourbon finishes like bitter as opposed to like aromatic or uh savory so it finishes bitter for me whereas the blanton's finish is doesn't really. I mean, it's just it's ninety proof, so it doesn't really do much. Um, but it's not unpleasant like the Hancock. So Blanton's is pulling away. Woo! Pulling away. Yeah, I think the Blanton takes this pretty easily. I, I, you know, what did the Hancock go up against? Lots. Oh, Ancient Age, which I don't think the Ancient Age was as bad as the benchmark, but yeah, Ancient yeah. Age is poor man's Hancock, and the Hancock problem. Is is that if TJ ever gets artificial sweetness on a on a on a nose or a palate, he just he can't he, he can't. He's recover. done. There's he's no done. recovery from that. Doesn't matter who wants to. I mean, how many people could come back from that? How many people I'm could get artificial sweetness? Wrong. I'm just saying how? what you're picking up is incorrect. So <laughs> you, just, you just can't can't shift your mind. Let me add a little water. See if it opens. It, it smells up. like like add water. <laughs> I've it smells like so sawdust and vomit. Like when you put a Mardi Gras to <laughs> add some water sawdust to over it. vomit. Open to it, it up. It's like opening yeah. up basil. The, water. the Hancock nose is not good. It's okay. Very boring it's and got a little weird bitterness to it. I don't know if I'd say artificial sweetness, but there is this weird. Um, yeah, it's not good. It's bitter. All right. So make the call. I'm voting Blanton's here. Blanton's. Oh, wow. I thought we were crapping on TJ for crapping on the Hancock. No. It was okay. just your note of so the Blanton's. nose. Of the yeah. Hancock. All right. Blanton's it is. Unanimous. So that sets up a fun Final Four matchup for the championship. Okay. Buffalo Trace. Jeez. Not on every single shelf everywhere, but fairly readily available against Blanton's. 
which is very tough to find, right? Not impossible by any means, but that's a mm-hmm. fun that's a fun Final Four matchup. Is Eagle Rare? Did Eagle Rare get voted out already? Yeah, by Zazarek. I feel like just the way that this <laughs> bracket unfolded, we tried to do it based on secondary price and availability kind of factored into the top half of the bracket is so much stronger sasserac versus eagle rare and then like in the final four it's weller 12 versus Saz versus weller winner seven versus colonel eh taylor yeah. like i think Jeez. that th- this this path has been a little bit easier in my estimation on the lower so. end of the bracket you got eh but we did that intentionally we wanted this to be the mash bill two bracket um you know having the wellers and the Saz and the eagle rare i mean we did put some some bangers up but Sometimes that's how the bracket works out. Sometimes you've got, you know, somebody has to go up against Gonzaga, and that's, that's who's life. Gonzaga. Who's Gonzaga in this? Uh, Gonzaga. You know what I'm boring right now? Sazerac. Can Sazerac? No, it's a you know it's Weller Twelve. Huh. The favorite. A bottle that a, a pour that I poured the other other day, like incorrectly, I think, because I, I wasn't doing the tasting, and I liked it, and so I'm gonna go to Ancient Age right now. Ooh, wow, going back and proof. All right. Is it what's ancient age proof? 80. Are I should have, I should have told oh, you. I should have geez. let you I should have let you try to Sorry, he didn't know. Oh yeah, it's like water. <laughs> Jeez. I really enjoyed it the other day when we had it because we were drinking benchmark or whatever. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, this is like not bad. The nose is really decent on it. What's the price of ancient age? Do we know? Like twelve bucks and readily oh, available. Um, the amount, the amount of ancient age that I would drink before drinking one sip of Benchmark is unheard of. <laughs> ancient age might be a good like palate. I think center. it's. Dude, I would I would pour this. Ancient age would be good if if you if you were really really drunk and you needed to sober up. Ancient age would be good to help you. <laughs> I'm saying to start like bring it back. I'm no, considering to, to start the night with that. You're saying the the fur effect to kind of get us out of the haze and like kind of like slow down the hangover process. Okay. I have some people in my bourbon journey that like, or that sorry, I have some people that are in their bourbon journey that just can't really drink strong whiskey, and I feel like ancient age is gonna be like the key. That's gonna okay. unlock it. I may just right. get a bottle of this to have a just so I can make cocktails out of it for people who don't like whiskey. That's how good it is. For twelve dollars, we need to review it once we're uh, kind of past this Buffalo Trace. Uh, yeah, we'll mix it up a little bit. We'll we'll review yeah. that. Maybe I mean, we'll it is it maybe. is like that can water, be in, that can be in Ben's pack. That can okay. be in Ben's. Uh, he's gonna mm. press his guest with that, dude. I mean, it, it drinks like nothing. Interesting, interesting. That is very intriguing to me. Okay, drinks like nothing. All right, so next week we have. The final four. You guys excited for that? Can't wait. Yes. Maybe. I can't, can't wait, wait to be see back. who's in the final four. Who's in the other two? Uh, no, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We're going to go back to our main show and get rid of Ben. Yeah, get out of Ben. Fun. I'm, I'm enjoying, enjoying the Buffalo Trace tournament. Could Buffalo Trace win this thing? Buffalo Trace could beat Blanton's next I think that's probably – I think Buffalo Trace might end up in the final. We'll see. We might have to do these blind. Michael these Scott said, I don't want the whole thing. I just want to taste. Talk about how I touch myself.
<laughs> Back to the main show. See you guys. See you, Ben. All right. So, Buffalo Trace moving on. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. surprise. Not as surprising that Blanton's moves on when you've got baby Blanton's up against Blanton's. You kind of expect that. But Buffalo Trace moving on. I, Buffalo Trace, I think, could beat Blanton's. Same proof. We, I'm not saying it will, but that's going to be an interesting Final Four matchup there. We must not like the mash build, too. Although, spoiler alert, we may like it as a mistake when it's proofed up a little bit. So I don't know if that's mm. what the deal is, is the proof on these. But, I mean, Buffalo Trace was 90 and uh, Elmer T. Lee was 90. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Other side of the bracket, as you remember from last week, Elmer – I'm sorry, E.H. Taylor. Sorry, mm-hmm. Colonel. Uh, up against Weller twelve. I almost early, did the I almost did the Elmer T. Lee E. H. Taylor confusion when I was talking about Elmer T. Lee a second ago. So understandable. Um, would you say early pick TJ? Like who do I think will win? Yeah, I think we're gonna end up. I mean, it's gonna be interesting because there's age with like the oakiness that's helping Weller twelve. But I think the proof advantage will go to E. H. Taylor. Is my gut. I think I think we'll see five beat a one. Is my my gut. I. I didn't love, you know, I voted for the Sazerac. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't blown away by the Weller 12. And so I, I that's my lean too. I think E.H. Yep. Taylor gets it. And I think, I think Blands pulls the upset. I, I can't remember them both exactly in my mind, like to, to be able to like have a really, really strong opinion on that. But I do think Blands is going to pull the upset. And win Who's the whole thing? Blands and E.H. Taylor. No, I do think E.H. Uh, Taylor probably beat that out in the end. Because okay. they're, they're similar, but the proof is, I think, going to be enough to do it. I'm rooting for I Buffalo Trace. Win this I, I'm, I'm, voting for, I'm rooting for. Well, I mean, yeah, if E.H. Taylor advances and plays Buffalo Trace, I think that would win pretty handily. I think maybe Blanton's will give it a puncher's chance, but um, I'm rooting for Buffalo Trace. I want the Cinderella story. I want the 10 seed to win. Yeah. I want Buffalo Trace to win it too. I think that we're going to get a lot of hate if that happens. And that just is something that would make me happy. So um, another thing that makes me really happy is pursuits and purchases. Ooh. Do you have any pursuits? Do you have any purchases? What's going uh, on with yeah. you uh, this week? I've been a little slow on the purchases, trying to cut back a little bit. But um, well, first off, I got a selection of Samp Samps sent to me by fan of the show and friend Jason Noe. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. We got there was all sorts of stuff. I think we're going to taste some of these together. because I think he sent you and Ben down similar stuff. Uh, but he gave me a couple of of different unique ones for myself to try like in my own spare time. And I got into blue note 17 year, which you guys reviewed uh rapid style about a month or two. You should ago. Rapid that. Did you already finish yours? I, drink it all. I really enjoyed the hell out of it too. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, I guess it's too late. This is my rapid review right now. No, I thought it was great. It, <laughs> it reminded me and I didn't even think about like, it wasn't something I thought about going into it of the, uh, the wild turkey bottle and bond from the masters of keep uh masters keep uh edition and that was a 17 year old and if i recall correctly you and ben did not like it you also did not like the blue note 17 that much probably relative to its price point if i'm not mistaken so uh, i think what we have here is just you guys don't like uh fine mature delicious aged bourbon uh well we're not mature so that kind of makes sense that's true um but yeah, it had both were very similar palette wise, like the dark, deep oakiness and cherry and caramel and vanilla. Like it was just a very basic bourbon profile, just like amped up to like 15. It was really, really, really intense. So I enjoyed the hell out of the 17 year. Thank you, Jason. Uh, and then for pursuits, 
I have not purchased it yet. I will do so probably in like five minutes whenever we wrap up the show, TJ. I've been on the lookout for it for a little while. It's Middle West Spirits Straight Rye Whiskey, but it's got pumpernickel in the mash bill, which I am mm. very intrigued by. It's an Ohio-based distillery. Uh, so we haven't been able to find it here in Tallahassee. I've had friends on the lookout for it, friends of the show. Jason has looked out for it. Sean uh, ended up seeing it on a website he frequents uh, occasionally to purchase bourbon on. And uh, he sent me the link. So it's available for 45 bucks. Uh, hopefully they can deliver it to me because I'm not a member of it. If not, I may need a friend, Sean, to help me out with it. But yeah, that's going to be my uh, my next purchase. It's a pumpernickel rye, which could be interesting, right? Could It's going to go one way or the other. I don't think it'll be average. That's that's right. It will be. Um, I don't get it. So that that's right. mine. Uh, what about you? You like that? I don't Finger know guns. that I'm pursuing anything specifically. Shout out Jason. He he shot me some stuff as as well. Hasn't come in yet, unless it's just coming today, and I haven't checked the mail. But um, I uh, don't know that I'm pursuing anything. She he did send me a uh, a tip or a lead on some. Old Forester barrel strength rye. Ooh. It was just a little. It was a little under secondary, but it was still pretty far over what I was willing to pay. Mm -hmm. We talked about this, um, kind of what you'll pay versus you know whatever. And I also didn't, you know, I, there wasn't enough. Like honestly, there just wasn't enough profit margin to make it make sense to get it and then send it secondary. So I just passed. But I was tempted. It was just a lot. Of, it was just too, still too much. Um, so I'm still kind of pursuing an old forester barrel strength rye. Ben's talked about that as well. Something we both want to try. Heard a tip that someone here locally um, may have one coming out, and so I'm Ooh. kind of that's another reason I didn't purchase it when, mm -hmm. when he showed it to me because I think I'm getting one soonish. Wow, I'm um, sure that's going to be amazing. I'm very excited for it, and. Um, yeah, no, that's one that we, I'm we love their rye about. and their barrel strike bourbons have been pretty spectacular. Every time we've gotten uh, samples of them, so yeah, I, I would expect high high quality from Old Forester with the barrel strength rye. So I will say this as well: I have a couple of bottles of Penelope toasted and one Penelope barrel strength that I just bought too many of them. If if you're interested, you can just slide in my DMs and we can talk Do about them. Do a trade, um, a perfectly legal trade. You're not going to flip it or sell it again. Absolutely. Okay, I got something as well. I did purchase something. Excited for this. Look at this. A Elijah Craig Ooh. private barrel, barrel-proof store pick from Liquor Depot. We've, we've done some reviews on Liquor Depot stuff. Um, shout out Trey and the guys over there. They're awesome on social media. They do a great job. I was able to get one of these on Saturday. They had a big release. Which is really exciting, and then those, you know are, those are becoming very those are becoming very popular, haven't they? The uh, yeah, the I'm excited to get you up a sample. I'm excited to open Ooh, this. Same, same. Maybe I'll do that tonight. We'll see. We'll see. Also, something else I got. Can you guess what else I got this weekend? I mean, I know kind guess. of. Wild I know. Guess. I know what you got. At least something that you got. You got a WB Staffel. I know that. Nope, not that. I mean, that's not what I'm Oh, um, the goat of all goats. Oh, Old Forester, nineteen ten. I saw the Old Forester. I got really excited. Then I saw it was nineteen ten. Mm. Um, yeah, picked up a, a, a drinker from uh, 
ABC. I picked some stuff up for AB, from ABC for um, Jason and something for some other people as well. And while I was in there, it said that the it said that it was all points. It had the black square. It yeah. wasn't. They just didn't update it. But it's all I knew. I'm gonna drink it. I like 1910 a ton. So it you need to write out. an so, angry letter. Get your double points. Probably not. I do. Mm. I, I I like them a lot. I'm gonna drink it anyway. So it's all good. Um. So Ooh, good stuff. I got some, that is good, good stuff. Fun. And, and we got the WB Staffel. Uh, but you got that for Jason, correct? Where do I have I it? Did. It's right here. I don't can't find it. Here it is. It's the cutest little bottle in the world. Look at it. It's a little mini bottle. It's not adorable. It is really good stuff. I'm going to miss it when it's gone. I sent you guys up a sample. We should review that when we're out of the month. Out of, you uh, sent Buffalo me a sample Christmas. of that. You sent me a sample of that um, recently? Mm, I think I brought it down. Okay. I'll have to so, check on that. Because I don't... I, I, I need to try it. I need to try that for sure. You should. Um, cause I, 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 there's more available. They're expensive though. Like $53 for a three, seven, five. Like it's, I, I was happy with this one, TJ. I don't, and this was batch one. So I don't know if the, what you have is the batch two. I was happy with this. I don't know if I would go and get another. It's, it's 107 proof. It's good juice inside. It's like different wild Turkey products, like eight, seven, 11 years. I think it is something mm -hmm. like that. Um, nose is really good. Tastes good. Uh, proof about perfectly right in the range that we like. It's really, really nice. It's just, it, it is a lot. It's basically for, it's basically a hundred dollars for a bottle. Yeah. Which is tough. It's tough for me to spend that, but I will try yours soon. I'm going to try yours soon and see how I like it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll rapid review that. We should do a rapid review together. Just on here like this. A quick rapid review. Um, are we do, what are we doing our review for the week? It's going to be Thursday when Ben's back in town. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe Tuesday. We'll just do it Tuesday. Oh no. Yeah. I have to be Wednesday. We'll do it like Wednesday night. Maybe. Okay. All right, we'll be fine. Maybe we'll do that live. Maybe we'll do that one live since this is we'll do it live. Recorded. Um, but for those that do that stuff regularly, we love you a little bit more. Um, Brendan, do you have any shout outs or anything before we get out of here? Shout no. out of here. Shout out of here. No, I think we covered everything. Uh, here's to no more double digit or double digit uh, innings for baseball. Right. Uh, let's keep it single digits from here on out. Keep it nice and tight, baseball. <laughs> Uh, shout out a legend, uh, Sue Simmeral just retired, right? Let's give her a shout out. Yeah. Shout out Coach Sue. Shout out Gene Deckerhoff, also retired. Pour one out for great Pour careers. Pour one out for them. Uh, yeah. Pour yeah, out. a lot of legends. A lot of legends. All right. That's it. Not, not unlike ourselves. Mm. Ben's legend. a legend. We're missing our legend. Okay. Yeah. We're legendless. All right. We'll be back on Thursday to review something. I don't even remember what it is at this point. But I know. Hopefully you guys like it. We will talk soon. Cheers. <laughs>